Hello album enjoyers, quick note to remind you of the Enjoy an Album Patreon page. For £5 a month, you get two extra episodes a week. They are ad-free. They are your fun, regular, normal episodes. Just me and Chris just fucking chatting and scatting about some of the best and worst albums of all time. Um, or You also get the access to the back catalogue of Patreon posts we've already done. Robbie Williams. Um, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Len Manuel Miranda's Hamilton. Hamilton. That was a good one. Um, we've recently done Janelle Monet. Ed Sheeran. Janelle Monet. Ed Sheeran. Oh, the Raytons. The Raytons. <laughs> yes, there's some really good episodes on there. So yeah. worth it. If you've run out of pods, it's not like extra stuff. It's not like some podcasts are like, oh, hey, we've we recorded a wee bit extra. This isn't like the fucking Tremens, man. No, this is your gourmet. <laughs> album enjoyer experience this is an extra meal absolutely and you might be like i don't want an extra meal you i'm do. full well this is a, a better one that you won't be more full of so how about that that is what we offer you also get <laughs> early access to live shows which is mm, probably one of the biggest sales so uh sign up to patreon now at patreon.com slash enjoy an album before we chat about the xx is First album, XX. <laughs> I hate when they have the self-titled we albums. Get into it's XX. not even self-titled album because they're called the XX and the album's called XX. Mm. So it's and I don't call it that. What do you call it? I call it X because the front cover is an X. Do you know what I mean? It's confusing. Yeah, it's really confusing. It's like it's it's giving uh, the room directed by, starring by. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's too many too many X's. Hey, I've got too many X's myself. You know what I'm saying? How many? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I guess too many. Um, I mean, what is? We're all on our own personal. We're journey. all on our own personal journey, guys. Uh, welcome to enjoy an album with Liam Whitney, Christopher McCutter Boy. We're live here at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I don't know if you can tell by the uh, grain of my voice. It's it's always there. No, but it's, You're more, like, it's more pronounced. Christopher's though. great in the fringe because he's like, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really sad and uh, and angry at the moment. I'm like, yeah, I can't tell. <laughs> this is the same as always. <laughs> you are the same. Uh, we love the Edinburgh Fringe. We've taken time out of our, be- our very busy schedules to. Come. We are working upwards of one hour a day. Yeah. It is frying our heads. Oh my God. Most of it worked in my life. Uh, to come with, to check in Aaron Sheeny Towers and uh, and record the goddamn pod the way we need to. Um, it's been an exciting fringe so far. Something I want to chat about uh, that happened. We performed karaoke. Yeah, we went to Olga. What was it called? Kokioki. Is that what it was called? Kokioki. Olgaoki. Olga Koki. It was Olga Cox karaoke. We went to Olga Koki and uh, <laughs> um, I went down 180. Really thinking Up I'm not for the Oki. I'm not gonna sing. That was my thought going in. Within five minutes, I was like, get me on that stage. <laughs> the world needs to see. Okay. Uh, so I sang Just Like a Pill by Pink. Can I just talk? Just like a pill. And it makes me so flilled. No, that's not how it goes. What is that you're singing? It's just like a pill. Okay. It goes in you just like a pill does. I suppose it's true. Instead of making me better, it, it keeps making me ill. Keep making me run just as fast as I can to the middle of nowhere, to the middle of my frustrated fears, and I swear. So uh, I sang that. The reason I sang that is because it is part of my pre-show playlist. Because I have this guy a, never stops plugging. I have a medical-themed show, so I decided in my show the grain set mindset never lets up with this boy. Hundred percent. I'm up at eight a.m. every day, eighteen hours of yoga, and then straight into plugging. Okay, that's what I do. Uh, and so I've noticed as I play it that people in the audience they're nodding along, they're having a good time. People are, are people like, well loving it. People are like, oh, you like this song? This is a good. I remember the song, so I thought that'd be a good song to choose to sing at karaoke. Mm. Everybody would enjoy it, okay? And I think the song choice was fine. People were, do you people know, what liked mean? it. People were excited. I, however, did not know the song well enough <laughs> to give it the performance I believe that I, I'm capable of. Right. Okay. I was really nervous. Are you comparing yourself to other people here? I'm comparing myself to Pink. <laughs> You didn't have a fucking aerial. Have you seen that Paul Black thing where he's like, Pink, none of your songs need that. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how she has the aerial thing where she spins? She does like Suck the Soleil. And it's an amazing show, but 
she doesn't have the back catalogue. If yeah. Elton John was doing that, fair enough. And I wasn't, I had practiced my aerial skills either, so <laughs> I didn't really bring that feature into the karaoke performance. Yeah. It was the most nervous I've been on stage for ages. I got on stage, and obviously I perform on stage uh, so often, mm. uh, I'm, very, I'm very at home. But you know what you're going to do? Stage. You're going to go up there, you're going to ask people where they're from. Yeah, I'm going to make fun of their jobs <laughs> in an amusing manner. Yeah. Well, what's your favourite pipe? I'm yeah. going to say stuff like that, really yeah. good stuff. Uh, but I, I went on stage at karaoke. I looked up and I thought, everyone's looking at me. And I got real stage fright for the yeah, first time in many yeah, years. Yeah. My hands started shaking. Mm. The words that I did know of Just Like a Pill by Pink, which I've already exhibited on this podcast, is some uh-huh. immediately left my brain. The screen showing the lyrics was behind you. Y- yeah, you're blanking out. Which I, had to, I had to come and I had to keep turning around <laughs> to, to check. Come. I had to come. I had to jack off in front of everybody. Just to relax so that I could give it the performance. There's a serious deserved. buzz about you now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard of Lim Woodell? He, uh, he jacked off at Cocky Oki. He got his Cocky Outy. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Can I just say it? So my, listen, okay. so just to finish my karaoke tale, um, if, it, if it happens again next week, I will be there. I will choose a song that I'm more familiar with. Mm-hmm. Then I can just focus on the performance because immediately after me, you went up. It wasn't immediate. There was a there was a buffer, I think. And either way, within the next few songs, you were up. Mm-hmm. And you sang Every Day I Less, Love You Less and Less yep. by um, Posh Creeps, the Kaiser Chiefs. Posh, uh, Leopoldian Creeps. <laughs> yeah, Leo, yeah. What is it? An, an old Penzian. An old, an old, yeah. Um, you sang Told that. Me. And you obviously knew the song Inside Out. No, I, no. Well, you managed to flex. Yeah. Okay. You were shaking I your legs. managed to flex? Yeah. You were like throwing your legs around in a funny way. It was great. I'm a good dancer. Yeah, it was cool, man. And you people and na, 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 na. You yeah. really just went for it and it was beautiful to see. And I was like, damn, I wish I'd done something like that. You know, Mark was about to go up and he was like, I'm going to do a funny one. I'm going to sing it in a Scottish accent. I'm going to do Angels. And I said, Mark, play it straight. Did he do it in a Scottish accent? No. Oh, thank God. And he said, afterwards he said, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Because you're not up there to make people laugh. Absolutely. You're up there to take control of the room and make everybody go. Whoa. Yeah, what Whoa. The fuck's this? I remember this song. I love this song. And mm-hmm. you want people to join in. Mm-hmm. Rosie, who works in Monkey Barrel. Yeah, sang, incredible. Sang Bonnie Tyler's um, Total Clips of the Heart. Probably the best performance of the night. I would say. hundred percent. Yeah, she dominated Came, that. Jumped off the stage in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Made it all about it being a group experience. Yeah. One of the best karaoke performances I've ever seen in my life. Up there. Yeah. You've seen better? I've been in a lot of places. <laughs> seen a lot of stuff. Rosie, honestly, shout out to Rosie. Yeah, shout out to Rosie. Uh, what, um, what, what song are you going to go for next time then? Well, I was thinking I would sing Common People, but then you said someone sang that. Yeah. So, I don't know. And like, it's also a really long song. A song I, I have sung at karaoke before, which I know goes well, is Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. Dude, that would rip it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You change your mind like a girl changes clothes. I had, I had a couple. So, I got uh, they, before I got invited to the karaoke, I said, I don't think I'm going to do that. Mm. Day of, go see Paddy Young, show, yep. Bonnie Hungry Scared. And uh seen somebody in the crowd, I was like, What are you up to? They were like, I'm going to I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll go and I'll go and check it out. Went down to the bar. I was like, I won't go downstairs. Everybody started going downstairs. I was like, I'll check it out. I went downstairs. I remembered I love karaoke. I was enveloped with the, the sheer unbridled joy in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I asked Olga, I said, Hey. Every day I love you, listen, less by the Kaiser Chiefs. And listen, yes, there was a flex in terms of, you know, it seemed like I knew the song. I was frantically on none other than Apple Music itself. Wow. Scrolling through the lyrics going, azlyrics.com. Azlyrics.com. I was on Rap Genius. <laughs> Ricky Wilson himself <laughs> has annotated his own lyrics on rapgenius.com. Um, an old Leo Denzian told me. It's a different song. It was, it was a beautiful performance. I, was, I felt privileged to be in the room. You left. Yeah, I, I got drunk. I just turned up, did my spot, left and went home. Yeah. I don't support other artists. No, it was like downstairs at the King's Head or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Shout out to the two people who get that joke. Shout out to them. And um, I got drunk. And you sang another song. And I said, put me on. Yeah. <laughs> Coach. <laughs> I'm ready to float. <laughs> put me out. Yeah, yeah. In the ocean. And I, st- I said, Uptown Girls by Westlife. She said, do you mean... You mean Bobby Lee Joel? Come on. This is what people say to me. I said, no. 
You wanted the Westlife version? I want the Westlife version. Whoa. Whoa. She been living in a white bread world. She been jumping to the bread. We fucked that, man. We both went for the do up. Yeah, it's yeah, a good no. song, though. It's a great song. Billy Joel. See, when you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. was everyone clapping? And the, whoa. Great. But I'll tell you what, and listen, I don't want to put anybody on blast. I don't know who this person was. Mm. Never met her before. Put them on blast. No, 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 you no, are no. under official enjoying album fire, whoever Listen, this is. No, no, no. We are going to war with whoever Chris mentions next. I don't know the name. We're going to find out. What I will say is... Seek and destroy. I went up there and listened to the fun of karaoke is... You get a little bit of attention. It's your moment. It's your moment. It's your moment to shine. You're not having a laugh. No. You're trying your best. You're just singing, having a good time. You want It's a joyful communal experience. I got about... 10 seconds in the Uptown Girl. One of my favourite songs. 10 seconds, so Ten early, seconds on. early on. Early on. Women. And listen, I don't hate women. Ugh. But a woman okay. jumped up on stage. What? Took the other microphone. What? Now, she did this to Roscoe. Invited your space? Well, Roscoe was singing. She's um, a space invader. Two out of three ain't bad, I think. Right. Or one of the other ones for that record. One of the Meatloaf songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that made sense because it was a duet. And she knew the bits and it was good. Right. My song. So she got a little taste. She got a taste of that. She got a little taste of that she sweet joining in uninvited nectar and then decided to have a whole damn pint while you were on stage. Not singing a duet. I'm putting you on blast. Whoever the fuck you are. Just disgusting. Yeah. Never ever do that again. We're going to write a but list of karaoke time. etiquette. I don't think, I don't think that's what the podcast is, is it? That's what the podcast is now. Karaoke etiquette. Couple quick rules. Rule number one, don't sing too good. Not an issue for me or you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you know, sometimes you get some musical oh, theatre kids and they no. go, I can show you the world. And it's like, yeah. come on, theatre kids. Actually, you know what? Scrap that rule. No theatre kids in big letters. You're not, you're not allowed then. I'm not a theatre kid now. I'm, I'm a grown-ass man. Theatre man. But there's theatre adults. There's like Disney adults. No Disney adults. You're a theatre person, Liam. I, listen, I'm a cultured man. This sure. intros went way too long. Okay. Right. right. Can, Can I, I just we'll, say? It's been one of the best Alison's, intros we've ever done. Okay. Alison Spittle is... The, I don't know if this will come out in time. I believe it, it will. It was Alison Spittle who jumped on stage. <laughs> it wasn't Alison Spittle. No, we're not, we're not naming and shaming. <laughs> Alison Spittle is doing emo karaoke towards the end Carry of the Karimoki. Karimoki. Do <laughs> it's going to be. It's Karim Abdul Jabari, okay? And. <laughs> uh, Karim Abdul Jabari, okay? That's cool, man. That's cool. That's good. Uh, listen, this week we're talking about the XX with their album XX, sometimes called X. The XX is XX. The XX, XX, XX. So I said sex. Oh my God. That's the whole point. Uh, uh, so enjoy the episode. Some adverts coming off for the um, non paying worms. Um, <laughs> the the Patreons are getting straight into the body of the app like good, do- good bitches. They're not. <laughs> Why? I don't Oh, Can okay. you not call the people That's... who don't pay worms no, and then like call cool the people way, who do pay In a pay cool bitches? way, like, what's up, my bitches? It's not cool. It's one of the least cool things I've ever heard. And enjoy. I just said Kareem Abdul-Jabari. Okay. Enjoy the episode. This week, we are sponsored by Manscaped. They are the long-term Enjoy an Album sponsor. They provide the best uh, pubic hair trimming uh, 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 services. <laughs> sure, not that services. isn't what you usually say. <laughs> They actually avoid the word pubic, I think, because it's a bit gross. Whereas I'm wanting to bring it back and say, hey, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Look, Let, you need to bring, shave your pubes. Let's bring pubes back. Yeah. <laughs> but Absolutely. in reverse. Yeah, let's bring the word pubes back, but let's shave pubes away using Manscaped product like the lawnmower. Yeah. Um, lawnmower 2.0, I believe we're on now. It's got a little light. It's uh, chargeable with a USB-C, same as your phone. It works in the shower. It's very quick to have a whip around downstairs to make you look nice and good. Your genitals are going to go from a 6.5. They're going to go from... Inches. A... <laughs> <laughs> we can't say the Manscaped will give you a bigger dick, but we are inferring it. But it looks like it. Yeah, it does look like it. That's the whole point. It's crazy. It's wild, actually. You have a shave, you look because up, you're trees like... trees don't look bigger in winter than autumn. <laughs> but the earth looks bigger, I think. 
I don't know how it works. Uh, so we're, we are uh, sponsored by Manscaped. We have a code. If you follow the link and type in album20, you'll get 20% off, okay? Uh, so do that. Get your balls looking good for whoever wants to look at them, including yourselves. Balls, cock, arsehole, <laughs> nose, ear, cock. <laughs> Check it out. Trim it hard. Enjoy Love the it. episode. You're listening to Enjoy an Album, the podcast where two comedians listen to some of the greatest albums of all time. For such a delicate, understated record, the XX's debut had a deep and indelible impact. The Londoner's genre-swirling sound softly... If Oh, hang on. No, mm. there's a, a dash here where there shouldn't be. The Londoner's genre-swirling sound softly, efficiently blending haunted indie pop with dubstep and R&B felt genuinely fresh and daring back in 2009. Before long, though, the album's heavy-lidded minimalism began to echo through pop, hip-hop, and R&B. Rihanna sampled intro on Drunken Love in 2011, the same year that Drake recast Gil Scott Heron's Jamie XX produced Take Care of As Take Care. What a mess of a sentence that last bit is. Who wrote that? Because they should be shot. It's guns. Apple Music. It's Apple Music. Yeah. But what they're referencing is Jamie XX of the XX. <laughs> he uh, released a band. Or, uh, he released an album of uh, remixes, remixes of, of Gil Scott, Gil Heron, Scott Heron, the famous... Celtic uh, player son. <laughs> the famous poet. Uh, and there's a song on that called I'll Take Care of You. <laughs> Um, then Drake and Rihanna then did a version of that which sucks all of the beauty out of it one of them's a kind of old black revolutionary yeah you know. you're loved and I'm lost and then you got Drake going I'm loving and I'm losing every day and it's like it's not no, it's not the same emotional resonance when you say it, Drake. I'm a pedo like Jeremy Beadle. You know? Yeah, I'm a like... pedo like Jeremy Beadle. <laughs> That's what he says. That's what he says. It's crazy. Um, Rihanna, though, of course, is a goddess and can do no wrong. Rihanna's great. We need to do Rihanna on the We pod. need to do Rihanna on the pod. You want to make me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. Yes. That's a fucking screamer. I love her. She's, she's, a billion, she's the only billionaire that I w- uh, don't want to murder. Is that an okay thing to say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would say that um, she's so clever because she's not put an album out in ages and it's because she's realized that her underwear business is more... Savage um, Fenty. Savage Fenty. Yeah. I mean... Uh, yes. <laughs> Very newly went too horny on main there in the early. Okay, thank you for burping and saving the day. No. What did you know? What were you going to say? Um, I, I just big big fan of their, her work with Savage Fenty. That's all. That's all. What's your favorite Brazil? <laughs> oh no, I have one. No. Um, no, no. That's one. What did you know about the XX prior to listening to them this week, Christopher? I had this on CD. Nice. Oh, I should show the, the oh. YouTube viewers. I have, um, this is actually not this album, but it is an XX album, special edition. This is their third album. On vinyl. Uh, and it has uh, a beautiful big, this is probably the largest record in my vinyl collection. It's 12 um, inches. Yes. It's just like, it's a big box. It's a big box. Oh, it's thick. Um, and it's got some B-sides and some remixes. Oh. Uh, and yeah, I, love, this is... I, love, I listened to this record when I was in Australia. See, when I'm always talking about Ed Sheeran, hating Ed Sheeran because yes. he was in the charts. Um, Say Something Loving video had just came out when I was Say in Say Something Loving. It must be annoying for I just don't the XX actually. The thrill of affection. With, uh, with Ed Sheeran taking over putting big multiplication signs on his album Dude. covers xx were doing that first yeah can i just say ed sheeran i didn't even think about that it's another reason that i hate you yeah and the fact that no i made a claim about ed sheeran in an episode in, in not, the patreon I've been episode. Asked not we're not going to gonna release in no, public no, no. uh i do you know what's that in that song i really like the bit where it's like i do myself a disservice to feel this weak to be this nervous it's like yeah that's when your heart's beating in your chest man. yeah 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 oh that's what they capture so well so i saw them live on this tour really the swg3 oh. 
galvanizes yard outside supported by perfume genius oh my god uh it was a fantastic i was going to bordeaux the next day on holiday oh my uh, god. crazy 24 hours they were incredible that's just one of the benefits of the green set main set though yeah that's it i'm up every day i'm seeing uh a dream pop indie bands uh with an r&b incredible gay music and uh, i'm flying to france every, I, day. <laughs> every damn day and if you're not doing that look everyone says they want to go to france but they're not willing to do the work uh it was a crazy 24 hours and i loved it i was my friend frankie who i didn't know was going to be there was Kikosa? there no, Frankie Cocosier was there. How'd you and, like uh, it? She got into a fight with someone who was uh, uh, flying a f- Scotland flag mm-hmm. during the show. Yeah. She was like, if I wanted to see a fucking Scotland flag, I'd look outside my fucking window. Where does she live? The In UN? Edinburgh Castle. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Frankie Cocosier. Um, oh, so, yeah. So what do you think about flags at gigs? You get annoyed at... I mean, you're a short king. A, short king. Yeah. B, neurodiverse. Uh, mm, Lad. Sure. You don't think I'm neurodiverse? Uh, let's not get into that. Okay. <laughs> As a short neurodiverse king, mm. I um, I think that, um, I mean, I don't mind. It's part of the boulangerie, you, think, you, you know? The boulangerie? It's part of the mise-en-scene. Yeah, okay. You, you think know? it's all part of the festival experience of being at a live concert? I hate festivals. Yeah. Right. So I'm not I'm not looking at the flags. I'm looking at everybody around me who's vaping in my face and throwing piss at me. Especially like XX, because it's the, the electronic music as well. There isn't much to look at when they're on stage. Hmm. They're not like rocking out. No. They're like pushing buttons. And they're so lo-fi. If I'm, I am yours now. So now I don't ever have to leave. I am your... That breathing, having asthma I, pumps in, in between songs. find this unbearably horny. Yeah, well, th- this, there is a sort of anxious horniness to this album. Yes. It's like, you know how when The weekend came out and everyone's like, this is music to fuck to, okay? Mm-hmm. I think this is actually music to fuck to, but like after three tokes of a joint um, on a Sunday morning. <laughs> just like Sunday morning wake and bake sex. I think it's just like... I have a kind of low voice. Mm. So like when they sing, it's kind of like my voice coming back at me. Whereas when The weekend sings, it's like I can't really relate to that. Like I'm almost never on cocaine yeah. when, I'm, when I'm having sex. Yeah, I never am. Good. I am yours now. So a big fan of these guys. I remember when this album came out, I first heard of them when I was at university. Mm-hmm. And back in university halls, you used to have... They weren't called this, but they were like unofficially like YouTube parties, right? Where someone's laptop would be plugged in some speakers and you would kind of like take turns putting on music on YouTube yes, yes. before adverts came and ruined it. Listen, I'm going to this, my friend, sure. So I, someone put on, I don't think it was like a big banging party. We were just like hanging no, out. No, someone no. put on the XX doing an acoustic live session oh, in Amsterdam. Yeah, with the two guitars. Yeah, there used to be a video series, Amsterdam Acoustics, where they would like get a band to play by the canal, and they sang, uh, I can't remember which song, maybe I've got it written down Islands, here. I think, or Crystallized. Yeah, I think it was Crystallized. Crystallized. And it was like, just at the time where getting access to that kind of stuff from bands via MySpace and that still felt so new and exciting. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, it's just 2009. them. It's just them. It's just a camera and they're just playing on the guitars outside. Yep. And it sounds good. And it's just like lo-fi, casual, like it. Feel bad for Jamie XX and that's not though. He's not know, there. He can't do an acoustic version of the, the little board that he's got. Wop, wop. Well, yeah, he can't. He can't just stand on the side and go wop, 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 wop. He could. He should. Yeah, he should have been. Yeah. Uh, you hear that? Hear what? <laughs> uh, so I remember immediately, like, they were just so cool, weren't they? They were, they were amazing. They were, you know. Hot take? Mm. This is our generation's uh, unknown pleasures. But <laughs> instead of a little Thatcherite. Um, Interesting. Uh, what are they called? An, epile- <laughs> an epileptic Thatcherite. An epileptic Thatcherite. <laughs> from Manchester <laughs> jacking off about how all the women he knows are mental this mm-hmm. is like three um, gay legends um, transfusing because like Joy Division was like post-punk it was like dance music plus punk but this is like that plus you know they're not saying hey we're named after a Nazi fuck camp you mm-hmm. know we're like um, 
It just feels more real, this. It feels like if Joy Division had got therapy. Yeah. Yeah, you know. These and guys are in, in, con more. in contact with their emotions a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of them... Do you know what I didn't realise? This came out for me when I was, you know, a 17. A 17? Mm -hmm. Wow. 2009. 17 years old. You was a 17? No. 2009. 16. When you was a 16. And I bought this when I was a 16. Yeah. I bought this and listened to it all the time. Yeah. And I, I loved it. Because um, I was just coming out of heavy metal and getting into like emo. But they were all a couple of years old. And this was the first time they came out where I was like, whoa. It's this is like pop music, it's but it's like cool. It's a little bit emo though, isn't it? Sexy. Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. It's I mean, it's, unashamedly affectionate, you know? Yeah. Well, I, but, but, yeah. but cold, there's a coldness to it. But this, this was cool, this was cool music when it came out. Yeah. I remember being, you know, you're talking about your YouTube parties. I remember, remember when Fire Pits came out. What, Fire Pits? Mm. People mean, just started getting like outdoor space heaters in 2009, I think. Okay. It was a big movement in the yeah. back gardens of uh, the East End of Glasgow. People right. getting a fire pit, people getting a space heater. One of my friends got a space heater. Everybody's around. We're all wearing jumpers because it's not really good enough yeah. to heat the space. Mm. And um, You'll be playing this off your off your Bluetooth speaker well, outside? This is, this is one of the most traumatic moments of my life, I would say. Oh, God. A ghetto. Oh, no. Them. Stuck this on. Yes. And I like the ghetto. And the guy that I didn't like, he said, oh, you guys probably don't know this. This is the XX. This is a cool band that only me and I know about. And um, you and did you know the band at this point? Yep. And so did you say? You didn't say. I did not say. But that I can't. The Christopher I know, I've changed. What do you mean it's a fucking XX? Yeah, I fucking do. I fucking know the XX. See That's when, what you'd say to me. See when you fancy someone, mm. and then this good-looking guy, yep, is you know, kind of seeing it. And he's saying this type of stuff. You're already defeated. Yeah, okay. you're not gonna, you're not gonna humiliate yourself further. Yeah, yeah I do know them actually. Yeah, yeah. Have but you seen their Amsterdam acoustic sessions? Tell oh, you, you're having sex. Tell you what, that was 13 years ago. Yeah, and you still think about it every day. A, still think about it every day. B, if I see either of those two people in real life, I still hold a grudge. Yeah, and understandable. Yeah. That's the sort of thing you It's not understandable. Do. I've told this to other people who know both of us and they've said, you're mental. Well, sure. Yeah. Understandable yeah. for a mental person. For someone who's mental. What male? I mean is, I understand that you feel like this because you're insane. <laughs> Go slow. So slow. But I, um, this was definitely one of the, um, you know, when I'm breaking my VL and when I'm breaking my V. Yep. You know. This is in the background? This and Frightened Rabbit sing the album. Okay, I was one of the saddest bangers of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear that loud and clear. What was the music you were listening to when you were first um, pumping away? Uh, well, first year at uni, so probably... Uh, Did you pick up at university? Uh, no, uh, just before I went to uni, I was 18 years old. I think I told this before. Me uh, too. Yes. Um, <laughs> Fat of the Land is the music I actually lost my uh, virginity to. My prodigy. What? Yeah. What song? <laughs> what song? Let's do that next week. Couple songs. Talk about this bro. in more detail. More couple songs. Don't the one with the crab that. on the front. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Is that how you were shagging like sideways? Yeah. That is cool, man. <laughs> Tweaking that little clothes, huh? Yeah. Anyway. Firestar. That sounds like <laughs> you've got some horrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a firestarter. Twisted firestarter. But this, I definitely would have been like, uh, you know, university halls. I think a lot of people were fucking to this. I remember reading a review on Pitchfork of an XX live show at uh, South by Southwest. And I want to say 2010. Say it then. Um, I'll say it. Yeah. 2010. Right. And it was, I think it was the year that... It's a free like, speech podcast. I think it was the year Frightened Rabbit <laughs> went over. And I think it was the year that like, no... Frightened Rabbit had been there the year before. We were promised jetpacks were there. They were playing a church. And the writer said that when the XX were on, all the teens, all the late teens, mm. illegal teens, yeah. were fingering each other up the balcony. 100%. In a church to this. Yeah. And that's, that's so just, cool. That's so cool. That's so hot. That's why I wanted the French. Yeah. You want a, <laughs> you want a church to finger someone in? No. Roxy, I, I think Roxy <laughs> Assembly's a church. Who's performing? No, I'm here? saying I'm that's performing. Where, that's where Comedy Club for Kids is. I'm performing. You want to finger people at no, that I show? No, I don't want to finger anybody. <laughs> Comedy Club for Kids? I don't want to finger anybody. Really? Straight up. Nobody? Not a person. You don't like the act of fingering? 
don't mind that. But <laughs> what I will say is, <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. No, you should be. It's such a horny. This is going to be a real horn. No? <laughs> what are you trying to say? I want to be on stage. Yeah, and people are enjoying it so much. Oh, you're set. Mm-hmm. So you're fucking. You're talking about you know guilt-free <laughs> zoos and stuff. You look out in the in the back, and there's some seventeen-year-old uh, goths <laughs> giving each other a lick out. <laughs> I can be right. Well, when you put it like that, it's sounds mental. If the ultras want to fucking help out with that, none of the ultras, please finger anybody. At the show. <laughs> I'm just, I, I, need to, I need to clarify that. <laughs> let's do a little background check on the XX <laughs> secret part show. No, no, no. Let's do it secret part show. Dun, 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 dun. That was so good. I'm so proud of us for how well we landed that. We fucking landed the plane so well there. You uh, do the baseline for Tattoo Who and I'll do the Romain Ollie. Yeah, okay. They are Speaking from, of Romain Ollie. They are from Wandsworth. Uh, they went to a school called the Elliot School. This is interesting because before we uh, agreed to this, you had said to me, they went to the Brit School. This will be like, a good one, they went to the Brit School. Yeah, yeah, which is where like, Adele went there, I think. It's like a famous Billy performing Allen. arts school in London. Mumford and Sons. But actually, uh, they didn't go to the Brit School, they went to the Elliot School, which is just a normal comprehensive. But it has had the XX, I didn't know this. Mm. You found, you sent me a great article. Um, the XX went there. Yeah. Fortet. Yes, love Fortet. Burial. Burial. This is the dubstep high school. Uh... <laughs> Hot Chip, did you say Hot Chip? Didn't say Hot Chip. And the Maccabees, which is a bit of a left turn. That's a left turn at the end there. But Imagine being the Maccabees. What, what is going on at the Elliot School that is producing all of these electronic music pioneers? Joe Goddard, Fortet, Did Burial. you read that article you sent me? Yeah, I did, right? And they, it's really interesting. You would think privately educated or amazing music college area, but actually when interviewed, I think it was Fortet in that article said... Yeah. We, we were just kind of left to our own devices so often to just pursue stuff that we loved um, that we anything that we liked was able to flourish. So beautiful, isn't it? And I think as well, if Fortet went to your school, it's like, um, it's just about advertising, isn't it? Where if someone went to your school... Well, who got famous first there? I think Barry will go first. He was he was at the 7-Eleven attacks. He was yeah. kind of referencing the 7-Eleven attacks. That's 2007. And then this 2009... Um, yeah. and then like you know i think if 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 a big electronic artist went to your school then it, that that seems like a, oh that's something you can do there's a yeah. career path to try and emulate this so, sounds mental but i think creativity is a little bit like a potato sometimes you just have to put it in the cupboard and you know it will grow right okay you know when that potato has those horrible weed tentacles come out of it yeah yeah try to find it that that's that's a song isn't it right that song What's the relation to the the Elliot School? Because they just let it grow. Oh, they just, they they put the they put the students in cupboards, <laughs> and uh, that's where they that's, that's, that's where dub music came yeah. from. That's what it sounds like. It's uh, being played through the next room. <laughs> Carbohydrate tentacles <laughs> emerged from the tubers of their teen minds. Let me out. That's what it sounds whispered because they're in a cupboard. Let me out, please. I need basic space. Can I go to the bathroom, sir? I can't breathe listen, without air. Listen, we're not suggesting that teachers uh, put their students in the cupboards at the Elliot School and force them to create pioneering electronic music. But if you are a music teacher, consider it. Just think about it. Think about the music. Teach your students like potatoes. Think about the UKs. Uh, basically, the, the problem with running a school like that is we live in a neoliberal society. <laughs> So whilst your electronic musician students may flourish, your exam grades go down. So the school was taken over and uh, turned into an academy so that they can get better exam results. So we won't be getting more electronic pioneers outside of the Elliott School anytime soon. But it's a beautiful little uh, microcosm of the education system, I think, summed up there perfectly. Did you hang out at the music department at your school a lot? Uh, yes, I was in a band at school. Mm. It was not very good. I uh, remember playing uh, Runaway by Kanye West on the school piano. It was just one ding, <laughs> ding, playing the triangle, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Run away now, baby. <laughs> 
Run away, ding. <laughs> My school could only afford a key. <laughs> we only had to listen. East End of Glasgow. School hard knocks. We only we had, had one, one key. key. In the <laughs> and I, I heard that Kanye West song. I said, finally, a song I can play. It was the wrong key. Bum. Bum. But the thing was. Run away now, baby. You'd go, ding, ding, ding. But we went to go. You had to go to a different room. You had to go so to, to a sprint yeah. to make it. <laughs> And that was the PE department they had, which was just sprinting between pianos to play Runaway. It's a fucked up. Actually, that's neoliberalism, you know what I mean? Um, but I remember playing uh, Runaway for uh, this girl that I kissed once at her house. Yeah. Um, she said, come around and play guitars. I was like, all right. Um, she ended up kissing me. I was like, whoa. whoa, whoa but, uh, I didn't know that was on the agenda. I genuinely didn't, and I was shocked. When Please, I if you want to add uh, things to the agenda, that is supposed to be addressed in the opening minutes of the meeting. <laughs> I just wanted to play guitar. <laughs> um, <laughs> I said I was a bad kiss. I was like, well, I didn't have any preparation time. Mm-hmm. And then that goes around like, well, How would you have prepared? Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> just kissing my hand. I wish I hadn't asked. Uh, no, but I, I remember playing her Runaway by Kanye West and being like, hit the chord pattern of. Um, and then, what's the, how did that song go again? I'm uh, a douchebag. Uh, uh, Runaway now, baby. What's the chord? No, what's the bit about like. Have a toast for the douchebags. Every one of them that I know. Have a toast for the jerk-offs. That'll never take work off. Baby, I got a plan. Run away as fast as you can. And she was like, did you write that? And I was like, no. And she was like, thank fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Run away as fast as... Run away. That that song changed my life. It's a beautiful song. That song changed my life. That was the first rap song I went, wow. Um, so this album was the debut very much of the, I would say, I'm going to call it, this is a term I may be coining. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably not. It's like post MySpace, right? You agree with that? Yeah. This is like after the Arctic Monkeys. The MySpace kids have been and gone. This is like your YouTube. Um, this is the early days of YouTube. Yes. When we're watching Evolution of Dance. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie bit my finger. Four chords. Yeah. No, four chords hadn't happened yet. No? No, I don't think so. Probably. I don't know. Shall we? I don't oh, that so. was a weird of a Yeah, thing. maybe they performed it at some point. Uh, uh, and it's got, uh, It's. we should talk a bit about the album. Uh, I mean, I, th- I imagine most of our listeners have listened to EXX, but if you haven't, Obviously, it has this like really sparse, breathy singing style that we've been talking about. Um, this is perhaps uh, because the manner in which they got the music together is they would sometimes be in like their parents' houses. They were mm-hmm. young and they would be doing it quietly as to not wake up their parents or their mm-hmm. neighbours. So they're singing very quietly. And they would also be sending each other lyrics on iMessage. MSN and iMessage. Because they were too embarrassed to actually do it in front of, of each course. other they would just send it and then there wouldn't even be any like oh i like that or this yeah. is good or we could work on that just like sent sent back sent sent back and honestly see the idea of writing songs about like your first sexual encounters like quietly to not wake your mom and dad yes. when the sex that you're having is quietly to not make your mom and dad it's, it's like Synergetic man, it's like fucking perfect. This it, that's it. This album is that exact feeling of like hiding under some coats. What was your tactics to dampen the sound when you were having your early bang sessions? Well, as I've already established, I was eighteen. I'd already left the house. Oh yeah, so that was not an issue. You're lucky. I'm talking duvet on the floor. Duvet on the floor? Yeah, because the bed's too creaky. Right, we had a good floor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We just had them. What's it called? Linoleum. So hurt your knees, but you could keep it quiet, you know? Or like, um, you know, one hand on the wall, one hand on the headboard. And it's like just... Just sturdy. Wasn't really concentrating on anybody's pleasure. It was just about sound. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, that's what, and that's what this podcast People is. People say I like fucking doggy style. I like fucking mouse style, man. You know? <laughs> I'm talking Christmas morning... <laughs> Nothing was stirring and not even a mouse. Sex, I really yeah. loved uh, VCR <laughs> when it came out. Gling, gling, gling. It reminded me of No Surprises by Radiohead. You know, the the sort of xylophone intro. Boom, boom. Um, and that brings us to this That's week's... quite radio, post-Radiohead. See all the albums. Mm-hmm. They have a blurb. 
where it's like this is couldn't be possible without Radiohead. Yeah. And they're talking about fucking, you know, Laura Nero's B-side collection recorded before Radiohead came out. Yeah. This is fucking real post-Radiohead music, isn't it? Um, and VCR brings us to this week's YouTube comment of the week. You got your YouTube coming and you're unhinged. Um, this is, I've actually got two. Mm-hmm. I see that, man. They're I both on VCR. The first one is at from at Pencil Walrus, 10.15. Sick. This is one day ago. What? Yeah. Fresh. This is yesterday. We've never had that fresh on an old album, I don't think. This video came out when I was born. <laughs> oh, no. I'm old. <laughs> Such a good and relaxing song. Still hits home now that I'm 13. <laughs> I love that still hits home suggests that. When I was jaded. born, was when, when I was born, I was listening to this. I remember when I was like four days old and I used to listen to VCR by the XXX. You don't know what VCR is. He's like three years old. Like you, you used to have all the answers. What, like two days ago when you were one day old? And, and the answers were, you still, what goes woof? You still have them too. Um, my second the VCR's fucking Barney video, man. <laughs> the second YouTube comment of the week. Watch um, Tweenies on VCR. It, I think even Tweenies predates 13. Which, like, I mean, you're showing how old you are. Your young person's references are too old. We watch Bluey on VCR. Yeah, I, I, I bet a Bluey VCR doesn't exist. With me and talk about Clifford Tell the you, Dog. If, you, if, you, if they were around nowadays, the XX, it wouldn't be called VCR, it'd be called bloody Netflix. It'd be called fucking DVD player. Uh, this is from <laughs> Andro Cogliano. Eight Come years ago. TikTok clip. So Pencil Walrus was only five years old when this clip was put. This, uh, was posted. Pencil Walrus. Grow up, get pubes. <laughs> I've got this song. This is Andrew Cogliano eight years ago. I've got this song playing in one tab and my ex's Instagram in the other. And I'm finally realizing after five months of solitude that I'm pretty all right. (laughs) I don't think you're all, bro. I think you're down bad. Can you read that again? (laughs) I've got this song playing in one tab and my ex's Instagram in the other. And I'm finally realizing after five months of solitude that I'm pretty all right. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't go there. Hey, listen, brother. Been there, but yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you are in it. You are down bad, brother. It's like that bit in the never-ending story where the horse is melting into the fucking swamp. <laughs> it's just like that. He's like, no, no, come on. And the horse is like, they're just fucking sinking into the muck. <laughs> you are in it, brother. <laughs> Your ex's Instagram. It's You're scrolling up. through it. Whilst listening to the XX. <laughs> he needs a rope in his fucking horse mouth. And he needs to be tugged out of there, man. And you know what I'm saying when I mean that, man. You know what I'm saying when I mean that. No, you're saying when you mean that, bro. <laughs> okay. My, I mean, that's the what. That's probably just in terms of just being like succinct and mental without being like hard to understand. Yeah. It's probably one of the best. Unhinged YouTube comments I've ever heard in my life. Brief, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. found it. This one's a bit of a longie. Okay. I think it's for um and listen, I am not slagging this person, I'm just slagging. Okay, I'll get into it. Thank you, the XX team, for providing the lyrics in the description. And also, thank you for creating and sharing this beautiful song. I've loved it since the day I heard it, ever since I was an innocent robot. <laughs> what what? <laughs> And then more so when I related after transforming into someone's personal sex doll. And now, more than ever, <coughs> as I begin to cut the puppeteer strings and write my own code, I want to be real. And this song will always be dear to my heart as one of my life's playlist. And to anyone who reads this, please wrap a warm hug around yourself and give yourself a kiss for me. Self-love is sacred and magical because you are. What, what, what song is this on? Islands or something. Like yeah. Wild, okay. yeah, really wild. Uh, so that's uh, I'm someone's I'm a robot and I'm someone's sex puppet. I think they've been in a quite a traumatic relationship there, but they've chose to share it in an insane way. Yeah, yeah. You know, she considered herself an innocent robot, became a sex doll. Uh, now she's a puppet. I mean, the metaphor. Well, who was that? Like Z- it's like Zap Bat Brannigan saying. You Did know, they the have a username? Of, couldn't remember it. I think that person is this other person's ex. 
If only they knew. This is like a millennial uh, rom-com. As more as, uh, you know, we know millennials have anxieties. They're not really up for laughing that much. So this is like a sad, indie, lo-fi No, I mean, 500 Days of Summer was the millennial. That was, that was, have you seen that? I've never watched it. Everyone was too annoying about it. You, you know me. You know, it's actually. Really I'm sure like, it's great. But there was a bit, I know there's a bit where it's like, <gasps> you like the Smiths? And it made me go, ugh. But have you never heard that? What, where someone likes the Smiths? Mm. Everyone likes the Smiths. I know so many people that like the Smiths that it's not right. big or impressive to me. Have you never heard someone listening to something and just, you know, enjoyed an album? If someone was listening to Untrue by Burial, uh-huh. I'd be like, that's very sexy. Okay. I remember being, in, I've probably told this before, I remember being in a charity shop in Byers Road. Mm. Not in Byers Road, in Tobarton Road in Glasgow. And I had, I was listening to um, Black Angel Death Song. Yep. But they went underground. And a guy went like that. And I went, what is that? He went, you listening to Black Andrew Depp song? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, that's cool, man. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard in yeah. my life. Yeah. yeah. That's what being alive is all about. <laughs> and then, you know, I didn't have sex with him. He didn't have sex with me. But I would, whatever, you know. Um, This album uh, is wall-to-wall, beautiful, sparse, thoughtful, mm-hmm. interesting Horny sad music. It's probably the most Mercury Prize winning Mercury Prize winner of all time. Yes. You know. That school, just, the Elliott School has had six Mercury winners go to it. Yeah. Which we is, need more venue diversity. I've always been saying this. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the Elliott School is it actually gives its artists the best cut. So I don't know what's in the water there, man. But I, can't, I mean, London tap water is usually shy, but there you go. Um, um, yeah, so many good songs on this. Songs that when I hear it, it, it I just uh, it just transform takes me back to then, but still it. holds up. Hold this okay. album, this album. Talking about this album. Mm-hmm. Talking about songs like um, Islands. I am yours now, and so now I don't ever have to leave. I'll skip to beat. Sometimes I still need you. Doom, doom, doom. Sometimes I still need you. The uh, the vocal arrangements for such a young band are like so mature. I could not let this week. Mm. I listened to them at the time. I was reading about them at the time. And see, when you're 17, a 20 year old is like the 40. Yeah. To me. Yeah. You know, I didn't know any 20 year olds. Yeah. Um, they just seemed like they had cars and they were real people. And I was a baby, mm-hmm. a little fried baby. Yeah. Um, I'm still am on some yeah. level, but realizing that they wrote this music when they were 17 is crazy this is why it's crazy also that they're not like little rich kids they have such rich kids energy Mm. with the the way they talk hi hi where the xx i'm wearing a little hooped earring and i call people my guy but they're legit gay yeah you know so that's fine yeah why do you bring that up? Because, like... You think that there's maybe... I think there's a lot of wee guys with earrings who aren't, you know? You think there's maybe some crossover with um, gay culture and posh kid culture? Is that what you're saying? <sighs> you think that's where I've got confused? It's such a complicated topic, and yeah. I regret wading into these murky <laughs> waters. No, I'm the horse, man. You've you got know? your armbands on, and you've, you're swimming in it, bro. <laughs> I would just say, you know, there is an effectness to the middle class. Yeah, okay. You know? That that is that is not accessible if you're working class. Yes, you know okay. if you're working class and straight. Um, they have all individually, of course, released solo work. Mm-hmm. You dig any of it? The best of which is Jamie. I mean, Jamie XX really is a driving force musically behind this band, and that comes to real fruition in their third album, and then is made crystal clear on Jamie X's solo album in color, which is. Oh, oh my the, gosh! One of the best albums in the last ten years. It's <laughs> good. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh. I just kicked my headphone out. Okay. You just uh, uh, pause there. Where does this go? Uh, where does it go? Into, into the head. And this thing? Sorry. Oh, that's it. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I love the song. There's loads of songs in that. I'm like, good vibes, good vibes. You're gonna have good vibes, good vibes. There's that one that um, that Romy sings on, isn't there? Uh, it's all about finding loud places. Loud one places. Of my, one of my favorite songs. What's that line in it? Loud places. Find people. I'm be in quiet loud places. places. 
I'll love this record. Mm. Listening to this record this week, I'm 17 again. Yes. And I'm not liking it. You were 17. I'm a 17. Uh, I just feel young again listening mm. to this. And I feel like my, you know, heart's exploding in my chest. And it's crazy. Yep. Um, but, you know, they, they were in every advert for a while. They became advert music. You know. Yeah, it was just you know it's weird how it was like so zeitgeisty so quickly without it being uh it was basically a sort of n not an entirely new genre of music but there were lots of copycats after this as well london grammar i don't london grammar metronomy i believe were a bit of a no no they were a bit they were like a bit more of a laugh. london grammar were like a direct rip yeah you know they I were like they were like the, they were like the james to the xx to the smiths yeah okay. you know yeah um, and I'm really proud of myself for that comparison. But I would say that obviously some people had, you know, done stuff like this. But I don't think anybody had done dubstep indie pop. Yeah, it, it actually reminds me of everything but the girl. Mm -hmm. oh, great show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think probably was an influence. What's that? What's that? It's so satisfying for me to say something like that and have you go, yeah, that's a good show. Do you, you know, know what I mean? Because you don't give me much. And when you do, it feels more special. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to have radical empathy. <laughs> I'm saying that. Do you know the best way to heal is to help. <laughs> hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Why is it hurt people? I'm, a, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. I'm um, not a hurt people. I'm a businessman. <laughs> I'm a businessman. I don't hurt people. Um, what was that? Because that song was like, and I miss you ooh, like the desert miss the rain. Yeah. That is like the blueprint. I never even thought of that, but that is the blueprint for this, isn't it? Yeah. Whispered. Dusty beats, oh, horny beats, oh, horny, 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 yes. horny beats. Um, should we? Have I a... remember. Do you know the song uh, "Geraldine" by Las Vegas? I don't think so. Okay, I remember. I, I had a friend of a friend who I had. A, I'll just say it was a friend. I'll just speak to my I had a friend who had a family member who was in Las Vegas, right? And went down around to theirs, and I was like, "Oh man, the XX!" And the mom and the family was like, "We don't listen to the XX in this household." <laughs> Wow. And I was like, why? And I was like, because they fucking ripped off Las Vegas. Because see that riff where it's like... There's yeah. a Las Vegas song that goes... Right. XX ripped off Las Vegas uh, exclusive. My name's Geraldine. I'm your social worker. Right, okay. Yeah, and it is the same riff. It's like, it's three, oh, five, oh. seven... Five hey, he on the sixth string. Hero, oh, 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 he's never here though. That's the XX covering. Uh, Daddy's gone, is it called? He's gone, he's gone, he's gone. Oh, oh, he's gone. Your daddy's gone. <laughs> well, you could do Glass Vegas singing, uh, sometimes I still need ye. <laughs> Basic space. <laughs> That's why I call fucking the Forge Retail Market. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I did that in accent. That's mental choice. Mental choice. I like Las Vegas. I like Las Vegas. Uh, um, shout out to Las Vegas. Hey, do these guys have any tattoos? Google in the search and then we'll choose if it's tattoo or tattoo boo. We're judging the ink, yeah, that's what we do. Full speed of face ties, big skull on wing, but you pick the design. Is it better just fine? A dragon or a skull, pretentious or dull, and you cannot hide. And we will decide if it's tattoo will or tattoo That's my phone going. They don't have tattoos. Great. Um, so I think we really need to speak before we get to the end. We really need to speak about how this was um, the soundtrack to the 2010 general election. 
What the, was your take? I'm with Nick election. That was the first time I ever noticed politics. I remember being, uh, you know, two doors down from the uh, the charity the shop. Jets. <laughs> two doors down by the Mystery Jets was soundtracking my lunch from my mm. dad's work. I was, I uh, must have been, uh, you know, 17 years old working mm. in the salon. You were at 17. I was at 17. Um, <laughs> I was at 17 that day. And <laughs> the whole year, actually. And I would really take the piss because my dad was a boss. So I would go to just a cafe for an hour and eat soup. Right, for when I was supposed you to eat soup be. for the whole hour. Yeah, wow. with bread, okay. um, and butter, and an iron brew. Sure, I wasn't drinking it's coffee. A, it's yet. a great story. I'm a late bloomer, <laughs> and I remember it was one of those cafes that has a TV in it. And I remember doing this every day for that um, break from school where the general election was on every weekend, every Saturday, and just being like, "Who are these? Who are these characters? Who are the Tories? Who's Labour?" Right. I wasn't. I didn't have a political, you know, upbringing. Okay. So I was, you know, a teenager. I was like, who are these? I don't know who these cunts are. Yeah. And like, my first experience of politics is the 2010 general election, of you know Nick Clegg being like the main character. Yep. And then you know having a Darth Vaderian fall, into becoming just a think tank yeah. neolib wet bitch who just fucking disgraced the country and betrayed everybody. And so this was the the backing track to that, and I was you know listening to this a lot. So I was in I was in uh, second year of university already, mm -hmm. and the debates. It was the first time there was televised debates, and I went to watch them at Teviot, Edinburgh Student Unions. They were they. This is that is Edinburgh University summed up that instead of showing sports on the big screens, they showed the political <laughs> debates, and I went to watch it there. Uh, and TV, yeah. people were like clapping after Nick. And the rooftop bit, not in the rooftop bit, in the, like the sports bar. Oh, sports bar, yeah. Yeah, and people were like clapping. I'm not a pedo, by the way. I just know okay. about the student unions because um, <laughs> uh, the fringe yeah, is there. Uh, yeah. I don't know intimately <laughs> every room near those toilets. Near the toilets, you can hide in the lift. You can jack off in the lift. <laughs> I mean, you can go on the left. You know, it was crazy. During the <laughs> debates, there were uh, people fingering under the balcony. It was cr it was crazy. No wonder when this is the theme tune. <laughs> but that intro. <laughs> yeah, the intro. <laughs> That's crazy how that is. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that, I mean, that is very. It's it's weird. It's a sort of song, and I I think it has been. It's very. This sounds really devastating way to describe a bit of music, but it makes sense in my head. It's very TikTok background music. It's the sort of thing. That, I think this album's hugely influential on the lo-fi music to study and relax to genre. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like used a lot as like soundscapes in people's fucking. Yeah. Uh, TikTok videos. This is the Iron Maiden to the lo-fi beats to study and relax to girls Metallica, if you ask me. I would love for anybody listening to make any sense <laughs> of that sentence. If you made sense of that sentence, please get in touch. People know what I'm saying, all right? <laughs> there is an audience out there for the things I say. I, I, I have choose to, say, to believe that. <laughs> I have to say, during the chaos and madness of the fringe, where everything is turned up to 11, everything is loud, everything is in your face, everything is the best or the worst... There are extremes, okay? To listen to an album is comforting and sometimes cold, but Emotion, not in it. Emotionally raw. I think so. it's interesting to have a coldness that isn't um, cold because it's like a disconnected, a connected coldness. Does that make sense? Is that a really pretentious thing to say? I just don't think it's it's cold, you know? It's like it's like a, a really nice modern kitchen. Uh, uh, no, no, because that's soulless. There is soul in it. No, but I'm talking about nice craft. It's 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 cold in a way that's like a, it's almost like disassociative. There's like you can see them, but you can't see past them. But you know that they're they're broken. There's a really funny interview with them on the tenth anniversary of this record, and one of them's going, you know, all the reviews were saying the use of negative space in this record, where like the bass just won't be there for a minute. Yeah, the guitarist won't play for like a song. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just sometimes it's just like. Vroom, vroom, yeah, liminal vroom, spaces. Vroom, Gen Z love that word, and um, love to be liminal. So that, so that, um, the use of negative space, mm. and they were like, we didn't do that deliberately. 
Yeah. We just didn't know how to play any instruments. Yeah, but still, we, we didn't know how to make a masterpiece. And, it's, and that's what it is. It's good because of the limitations. Mm. It's like when someone doesn't know that you should do a fringe hour yes. and they just write a good fringe hour. Yeah, because they, they haven't had been poisoned by yeah. the uh, the ideas of what Industry. it's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, uh, it's been really comforting to listen to they're this. They're too album. stupid to know. Well, I don't know. I don't no, know they're not stupid. Um, Chris, have you enjoyed Nam? I love that. Yeah, I love it so much. It's yeah. one. Of, I think it's one of. I think it's one of the best albums ever. I think it's one of the best. I mean, we take a look at the album art and we decide if it is good or far. Great to do XX style versions of all the classic jingles, apart from the worst one. We take a look at the album art album and we art. decide if it is good or far. Good or far. Right. Well, now that's it. Yeah, uh, it, it's. I mean, they just have a big X, don't they? It's just a big X. I love it. Big X. It's good branding, isn't it? Yeah, because now. But it oh, feels like branding. Then, I don't know if you noticed, but Jamie XX always has this. Yes. So this is him. We don't have time to talk about it, but this is Baria Kareshi. Yeah. This is Oliver, and this is Romy. Baria Kareshi obviously left after this album. Yeah, and I th- honestly, I think the second. I mean, we spoke about this. I like the third album. I yep. love it. I like it a lot. Yep. This record is one of the best records ever. The second record, which you like, Coexist. Yeah. It has angels on it. It has good songs on it. I hate it. You hate it? Hate it? I don't hate strong. I, hate, I genuinely think that they learned how to write songs mm. and record them properly and it ruined it. Because the good things about them had just got all sanded off. I love the third album as well. So well, we haven't even spoken about On Hold, which is probably the best song. I thought I had you on. Vic Reeves, you got you got my tell me to 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 you got my you got my tell me. Every week we add two songs to the ever growing a Jordan album playlist, which you can access at enjoyaplaylist.st. I think playlist.st, but it's in the link. It's on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, updated lovingly by Mr. Mega Slippers. Shout out to Mega Slippers. Uh, which song from this album are you going to put on the playlist.st? <sighs> I'm going to put on VCR. We watch things on VCR. I think the video for Islands, we didn't get to the videos, but the music videos are always incredible. And the video for Islands is, you know, one of the best choreographed stories I've ever seen. You know, it's like a, a tracking shot that just zooms out from some dancers kissing and dancing. And every time it zooms out, the three uh, members of the XX are sat in a different order, depending on who's singing, who's doing what. And it's like a constant. It's like quite. Uh, I'm a really sensitive wee guy. Mm. And <laughs> the, the way it shows a relationship breakdown over time, people going through the motions and just the kind of dead face to one of the persons and you know the lighting changes and the choreograph gets stiffer and then one girl just stops dancing and then there's like an x on fire yeah fuck me man yeah it's good video oh my god good horrible so is is that what what you're gonna put on i'm gonna put islands on but see that song where it's like Uh, it goes islands in the stream that is what we are that is what we are Come away. I'd love to hear it. Come away with me. (laughs) To to another place where we rely on each other. Uh (laughs) What what song are you going to put on inspired by the conversation? Uh, I'm going to put on um, Gil Scott Heron and Jamie XX. Um, I'll take care of you. Yeah. Um, Love that song. I'll take care of you. What kind of new person to Gil Scott Heron in know, the year 2023? Do you know okay. what song I Lame didn't mention media? that was good? Did you hear that one where Jamie XX uh, remixed Adele and gave her a stupid voice? We could have had it. <laughs> that one. That's cool. There's actually a third remix of that that has uh, Childish Gambino uh, uh, over the top of it. I don't think it's on Spotify though. You can't choose that. We could have had it. We're <laughs> But um, I love, if you've not listened to it, I love Jamie X's In Colour. I highly recommend you listen to that album. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I love uh, the Romy guest on that in uh, Loud Spaces. Loud Spaces, mm-hmm. that was called? Honestly, you just got a new... I think a I've couple, already put it on the playlist. Romy's got an album coming out later this year. I listened year. to the song on the way here today. The, Lifetime yeah, or yeah, Lifeline it's, or it's, a, it's a fucking banger. It's, it's a, a banger. Bomb. Oliver Sims, solo work, not so much. 
Dude, they had some good hits, man, you know. Mm. That hideous monster record was pretty good. It's about having HIV. Everybody knows I'm a hideous monster. Uh, what's your second pick? I'm going to go with Geraldine by Las Vegas, I think. No, no, I do like it. I do like it. I wish I could put two on because I want people to hear the riff. Yeah. You know, after listening to VCI, I want them to hear yeah. the, the, the ripped off of Las Vegas because right. they did. Um, but I'm going to stick on Say he's something loving. Well, yeah, nice. I just sometimes you do need someone to say that your euphemism or your metaphor is good on your podcast. You yeah, know? That, say that something love. That your the reference, the musical reference from the past that you made was actually very personal. That that's all I needed. That's all anybody needs. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Enjoy Album Podcast with Liam Christopher and McCullough We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, will this album come out in the middle of the fringe? Yeah, it will. So come to my shows. This album will come out in the middle of the Fringe in 2009. So oh, can't wait not to this see this album. This episode. Can't wait to see Kits. <laughs> uh, hey, have a great week. Enjoy <laughs> your lives, and we'll we'll see you later. I peace and love in the new millennium. Bye.